We will begin class today in a comfortable cross-legged position, so find your way onto some padding so that the level of your pelvic crest is higher than your knees. Once you've found your seat, close your eyes and rest your hands on your thighs. Find yourself here. Let your legs and hips settle towards the earth. Grow tall up through your spine. Pull your shoulders up towards your ears, lengthening the sides of your body, and then roll your shoulder blades together behind your heart. Feel the contraction of your upper back muscles, and then allow your forearms to melt down shoulder blades down the back side of your chest. Likely this chest opening has caused your head to tilt back, so bring your chin now parallel to the floor and ease the sides of your neck back to better align your head over your heart. Become aware of the upper abdomen and create a tone there by drawing the left and right front lower ribs into a central point and subtly moving that point towards your spine to lengthen through the low back. Soften your skin. Feel the cool air of the room around you. As you cultivate this sense of softening, you might imagine a gentle glow emanating from your skin and aura. Relax your forehead, let your cheeks become slack, neutralize any expression from your face. Now turn your awareness to your breathing. Cultivate a slow and deep breath pattern, breathing in and out through your nostrils. Slow down and deepen this breathing by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat, beginning the practice of Ujjayi Pranayama. Listen for the sound of your breathing and tune into that sound above all other sounds in the room. Feel your whole body vibrate with the sound of your breath. Conceptually, how does the breath reach the feet or the knees or the, um, the crown of the head? So you might think of one way it reaches those areas is the vibration of the breath moving throughout the body.
sit and breathe now. Think about directing breath energy to different parts of your body. Are there areas that are calling for attention? Maybe parts of the low back, the hips, the shoulders, the neck that feel discomfort in this seat. Might you begin to breathe release through those spaces?
the center of your heart over the center of your pelvis so that you're not leaning way back into the right hand, but you're just using the right fingertips on the floor to keep your chest propped up. Collarbones are broad, right uh, shoulder blade hugs to the back of your chest. And once you are in the general twist here, use your breath to deepen your experience, explore the spine. Where are you less malleable in this shape? Likely, it's the upper back. So if that is the case, breathe awareness into the upper back region. As you inhale, explore to create space. As you exhale, might you move deeper into that space that you've created. Keep your left hand where it is. Extend your right arm up along your right ear. Keeping the right hip rooted, reach up out of your right waistline and then lean your upper body towards the left. With the left hand on the right thigh, draw your left shoulder forward so you can look up beyond your right tricep muscles. Breathe along your right side body. Again, from the waistline, ground through the hip. From the waistline, reach through the fingertips. Soften the edges of your mouth. Expand the pose with breath. And inhale back to center. Come back through center. <laughs> Again. And left hand behind the hip, right hand crosses to the left thigh. Inhale to grow tall. And exhale to revolve around the central channel of your spine. Right to left, bottom to top, inside to outside. So what do all of those instructions mean? So uh, bottom to top, think about starting the twist in the lower back and abdomen, moving up the chest, ribs, upper back, neck, head, right to left, more self-explanatory, inside to outside. So be less concerned about the expression of the pose and more concerned about where the expression is coming from. So uh, shift your inner body from right to left. Left shoulder blade deeply onto the back of your chest. Again, consciously direct breath to those less mobile areas of your spine. So make the practice, make each posture a dialogue. You're not just telling your body what to do, but you're listening to your body's response to the movements and then adjusting accordingly. Maybe it just needs an adjustment of where you're focusing. Maybe there's some physical change that you make or energetic change that you make in the shape. Left arm along your left ear, root from your waistline, through your hip, from your waistline, extend up through your fingertips, and as you exhale next, lean over the right, the right thigh. Getting a nice lateral stretch along the left side as you revolve the chest towards the left. And then take the gaze up beyond the left tricep muscles. So breathe along the length of your left side body. Expanding the hip down, expanding the fingertips towards the right wall. Keeping the edges of your mouth soft, face neutral. 
And inhale, come back to center. And this time, let's take a counter twist in the other direction. Okay, come up off of your padding. Uncross your legs. And we'll come into a tabletop position. So I think we did this last week. We're going to do it again. Uh, we're going to use the inhale to come into our cat pose. So inhale to lift the heart, tuck the tailbone, tuck the chin to the chest, push the floor away with your hands, and in, uh, exhale to lower the chest down, lift the tailbone up, and take the gaze skyward into cow pose. Again, inhale to round the spine, lift the back of the heart, push the floor, tuck the chin, and exhale to lower the heart down. Spiral the inner thighs back and apart, tailbone and gaze lift. So continue to move through these two shapes with your breath. And you might continue with uh, this breath pattern. Exhale to cow and inhale to cat, or you might go back to the uh, opposite synchronicity, which uh, most of us are more familiar with. Whatever you're doing breath-wise, start to move from the inside out. So rather than focusing on, on what the poses look like, think about where the poses are coming from. And how you move and how you can move in such a way that is reflective of uh, of how your body's feeling on the mat today. Respectful of how your body is feeling on the mat today. And I was thinking uh, earlier about this idea of um, being kind to ourselves, and I I get behind that. I want to be kind to myself. But I, I don't know that to be misinterpreted as uh, not pushing myself. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I've got a lot to say about that. And I, we have to go on to the next pose. <laughs> so get your blocks. And uh, there's three settings on your blocks. Maybe start with the lowest setting. Placing your blocks shoulder width distance apart. And then we're going to place the elbows on the blocks, bring your hands together, and find out how far you have to walk your knees back to come into a puppy dog pose with the elbows on the blocks. So you want your hips over your knees. And then start to extend your elbows forward as you melt your heart down. Your head can stay slightly suspended here. So this might be quite a uh, tricep stretch, or you might feel um, your intercostal muscles between the ribs. Uh, you might feel the upper back uh, really turning on here. Wherever it is, whatever it is, move your awareness into those spaces and see how you might start to turn on or fire up different parts of the arms, different parts of the upper back, different parts of the upper ribs by pulling the elbows together. How does that feel? So without moving the elbows, an isometric el uh, movement of the arms in towards one another, an isometric movement of the arms away from one another, 
extension of the elbows forward. So we're not even, if anybody was looking at us doing this uh, shape, uh, it might not change that much with all these subtle changes, but you'll notice how moving with different intention uh, will start to change the pose. Lift your outer armpits away from the floor, melt your heart, push your hips back. And then slowly, oh, sorry. Oops. Um, yeah, but honestly, I'm not worried. I'm not too worried about that. If your if your elbows are uh, bent at a uh, more acute angle, that's okay too. Uh, okay, so let's come out of that, walking your knees forward, and let's go back to that cat and cow a couple of times. Plant your wrists below your shoulders. Inhale, lift the back of your heart, round your spine, belly button towards the ceiling. Exhale, melt the heart down, inner thighs back, gaze lifts. One more round, inhale, lift the back of the heart, and exhale, look up, tilt the tailbone up, melt the chest down. And walk your knees back about six to eight inches, tuck your, tail, or tuck your toes under and tilt your tailbone up as though you're doing cow pose in the low back. Reach your chin and chest forward as you bend your elbows straight back to lower your chin and chest to the floor in tandem. Elbows in towards your side ribs, tailbone up towards the ceiling, and then slide your way forward onto your belly. Make sure you have enough room behind you so that when you point your toes back, they're not touching a wall. Okay, heads of the arm bones roll forward. Feel your fingernails on the floor. And we're just going to lift one leg at a time. Point your right toes back. Lengthen along the top of your right leg. And then lift your right foot, your right lower thigh, middle thigh, upper thigh away from the floor, keeping the right of your front hip point grounded. Lengthen and lift the right leg. And then place the right foot back down. Lengthen the left leg. Point through the toes. And then begin to lift the left leg. Higher and higher, lifting with the strength of the inner thigh so that the front of the left hip point straight stays grounded as you lift and extend the left leg. And then place the left foot back down. For this first back bend, locust pose, press the tops of your feet down, engage your legs so much that the kneecaps pull away from the floor. Okay, lengthen your tailbone towards your heels. And scoop it forward so you feel the front of your pelvis pushing into the floor as your kneecaps continue to draw away from the earth. Draw your lower abdomen in and up as though you're going to pull it off of the floor. Uh, and keep all that. Keep your fingertips grounded. Lift the heads of your arm bones off of the floor so that where your arms plug into your shoulders, lift that. Start to hug your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest as you broaden your collarbones. With your next inhale, peel your chin and chest up off the floor, keeping your toes, na toes nails, and your fingernails grounded. <laughs> shoulder blades on the back. Crown of the head lifts. Soften the edges of your mouth. Engage the muscles of your upper back. Keep pulling the shoulder blades back. Arms in towards one another behind the back body. Lift and extend. 
and release. Let the left cheek come to the floor, head to the arm bones forward, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Let the head be heavy, neck soft, upper back broad, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Feel your body on the earth. Let yourself arrive in this moment of release and support. Maybe your gaze is at the edge of your mat or maybe you like to close your eyes at this time. Come back to your breathing and at the top of each inhale, sip in additional air at the top of your lungs and at the bottom of each exhale, allow for an additional moment to press more stale out air out from the bottom of your lungs. So just as we do in our postures, we do in our breath, identifying the, where our boundaries are, and then just slowly starting to push into them, expand them. Okay, chin on the floor. This time, as you press the tops of your feet down, squeeze your inner legs together so possibly the base of the big toes touches. Press the tops of the feet down, lift your kneecaps up, lengthen your tailbone back, ground the front of your pelvis forward, draw your lower abdomen in and up, shoulder blades on the back, heads of the arm bones lift, inhale, peel your chin and chest, and then lift your arms and legs up away from the floor. Reach your toes back, reach your fingers back, shoulder blades on the back, Feel your arms extend back and then try to pull your arms towards one another behind your back. Collarbones broad, heart lifts. The more you engage the back body, the more you lift the front of the body. So less and less of you is touching down. Inhale, lift. And exhale, let it go. Right cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward. Big toes touch, heels widen apart. Arms at your sides, heavy upper back broad. And again, release and be supported. Each inhale, more air. Each exhale, more empty. into the floor, tuck your toes, plant your hands, send your hips all the way back to your heels for a brief extended child's pose. Lengthening through the low back as you tuck the tailbone towards your heels before pushing the hips up and back for our first of several downward facing dogs. Okay, walk out your dog. Reach one heel towards the floor as you bend the opposite knee. And this is something that um, I think we do a lot in yoga classes and often are not paying much attention to. So as you walk out your dog, notice your two legs. Notice how they may differ. And if they do differ, notice how you might seek more balance through your choices on your mat. So if one leg feels shorter, give that leg some extra attention. Notice where it feels shorter, where it feels limited, and breathe awareness, breathe energy through those spaces. 
before bringing your dog back to stillness, keeping any amount of bend through the knees as you push your hands down and forward, shift your hips up and back. With your next inhale, extend your right leg straight up and back. We're going to hold here for a few breaths. Pay attention to the right inner thigh lifting. Reach back through the right heel and then pay attention to the left leg. As you extend the left heel deeper towards the floor, try to engage along the front of the left leg. Try to lift into the left kneecap. Try to push the left hip crease up and back. Even weight pressing down and forward through the hand, then look forward and lunge your right foot between your hands. So set up a long stride, maybe grabbing the ankle to bring the heel below the knee. And now we're going to melt the left knee to the floor, possibly onto some padding, if that feels more supportive. Uh, okay, so hands can be on either side of the front foot. We are going to use blocks a bunch today, so you might uh, have your blocks handy at the top of your mat. Feet on the foot, right foot on the floor, left knee on the floor, and then scissor together. So um, this is an instruction you probably heard a lot. So I was really thinking about the scissoring and how it's not only pulling the legs towards one another, but if your legs were the blades of those scissors, the inner thighs are going to rub against each other. So it's a pulling in and pulling together. So think about those two things happening together, and then bring your hands to your front thigh. Push your uh, elbows straight to prop your chest up. Draw the sides of your waistline back, and now begin to melt your hips gently forward. So uh, to take the analogy of the scissors further, as you scissor in, you're going to get this sense of extending your blades longer. So your blades are not only pulling together, but they're extending. Draw the sides of your waistline back, and as you inhale next, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. Palms coming to top, touch over the crown of the head. Lift from the back of the heart to the sky, melt from your hips to the earth. Draw your biceps back behind your ears. Look up, maybe even start to look back as you curl gently into the upper back. And then chest forward, arms forward, head forward, hands frame the front foot, and then send the right leg back, downward facing dog. Inhale to lift your left leg straight up and back. And again, we're going to be here for a few breaths while I go through all of these instructions. Okay, so lift the left leg with the strength of the inner thighs to the knee and toes, point down, hips remain at an even height. Extend the left heel down towards the floor, lengthening along the back of the right leg, sorry. Lift into your right kneecap, push your right hip crease up and back, hands down and forward, look forward and exhale, lunge your left foot between your hands. Come up onto fingertips, bald fist, or blocks on either side of your left foot as you place the left uh, knee over the ankle. Right knee melts to the floor. Again, your scissors are pulling together. That means the left heel is pulling back isometrically on the earth. Right knee is pulling isometrically forward, and everything's pulling in. The inner thighs are pulling in towards one another. Keep that as you bring your hands to your front thigh, interlace your fingers, press your elbows straight to prop up your chest. Shoulder blades down the back, lower ribs in and back to lengthen 
your low back. Okay, now we get to melt the hips down and forward. So left hip comes towards left heel without leaving the right hip behind. So the right knee continues to scissor forward, wrapping the right outer hip forward as the inner thigh moves towards left. Okay, inhale, sweep the arms overhead, palms touching at the top, lift from the back of your heart to the top of your sternum. Draw your biceps back behind your ears, soften the edges of your mouth, relax your jaw, look up, maybe look back as your hips melt down and forward, continue to scissor your legs in, and then chest comes forward, arms come forward, head comes up last, frame the front foot, send the left leg back, downward facing dog, maybe walk out to your dog if that feels like an appropriate reaction. Okay. We're going to do a little flowing, uh, unlike usual in my class. Okay, so we're going to inhale to come to a plank position. Good. Shoulders out of the ears, inner thighs lifted, reach back through your heels. Good. And with your next exhale, come down, chaturanga, bending the elbows back. And then either roll over the tops of your feet or one at a time, push your feet down as we come up into... Uh, dog pose. Shoulders back, lift the kneecaps up, and then roll over the feet to push the hips up and back to downward facing dog. Okay, so this is a pose that we flow through often and almost never pay attention to by doing it for more than a half a breath. So come down to your knees and we're going to spend a little bit of time on this upward facing dog pose. Okay. <laughs> that one's really hard on my ankle, just so you know. Oh, okay. I will modify it, but... Okay. Okay. Uh, so, it's hard because they're weight pushing down on top of your foot? Yeah. It extends. I mean, it'll be good to work toward that. Okay. But I'll just have to lighten up sometimes. Okay. Do you think you're overcompensating or compensating with the other foot pushing down harder? How did you feel when we were doing it in Logan's pose? When we were doing it here. Pushing down. Oh, yeah, that's fine when I have my legs It's not bearing on, weight. But when it's holding my weight, it's yeah. very challenging. Okay. Okay, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so what we're going to do, uh, and, and anybody can benefit from this, even if uh, you do get the hips up off the floor regularly in um, up dog. We're going to, I'll demonstrate first, I'm gonna do the chaturanga, the plank to chaturanga to up dog with my hands on the blocks. So blocks are shoulder width distance apart. I come down through chaturanga and then I either press my feet down or I roll over my toes, press my feet down, roll my shoulders back, draw my chest through and I think we really prepped this well by paying so much attention to our legs in locust pose. So it's the same legs that you have in locust pose to get the kneecaps up off the floor. So the feet are pressing down, the kneecaps are lifting up, the tailbone's lengthening back, and I'm, with my hands on the blocks, my hips are going to be naturally higher off the floor. So it'll be easier to keep the hips lifted. Okay. So let's, uh, let's try it. Hands on the blocks, placing the blocks shoulder width distance to the top of your mat. 
Extend your legs back. Come into plank pose. Shoulders out of the ears. Kneecaps lifted. Tailbone lengthening back. Exhale. Shift your shoulders forward slightly as you bend your elbows back. And then either uh, roll over your toes or place your toes down. Good. Good. Excellent. Roll the shoulders back. Roll the shoulders back. Heels of the hands. Pull back in space. Isometrically. Excellent. Sides of the neck back. Crown of the head lifts. Beautiful. And then press back. Downward facing dog. You can ditch those blocks. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. From here, let's uh, start to walk the feet forward and arrive at the top of your mat with your feet hip-width distance apart. We'll take a ragdoll pose, bend the knees, rest your torso on your thighs, and let the upper body hang forward. So we'll take hold of opposite wrists, forearms, or biceps if that's available to let the upper body invert. So um, do what, let, what helps you to let go. So maybe that's a little subtle movement from side to side. Head shaking, yes and no. And once you feel like the upper body is releasing, you might um, imagine a circuit of energy flowing through your body with this shape. As you inhale, rising from the roots in your feet, rising up the backs of your legs, culminating in the hips. And as you exhale, that same energy cascading, releasing down your spine, and slowly lowering the head deeper towards the earth. So let the shape do some of the work here. Let the upper body uh, being released create more space between the vertebra along your spine. Aid that release by softening the uh, expression on your face. Now bring your fingertips to the floor in front of you. Slowly begin to add to the length of the spine by extending the crown of your head towards the floor. Push your feet down. Start to lift your hips any higher, lengthening along the backs of your legs. And just as in three-legged dog, as you lengthen along the backs of your legs, lift into your hips, try to lift along the front sides of your legs. Try to draw up into your kneecaps, draw up into the creases of your hips. Keep your legs and hips as they are and bring your palms to your shins. Press your uh, chest parallel to the floor as you draw your shoulder blades onto the back of your heart. Halfway lift. Exhale to fold. And one more time. Inhale to lift halfway. And exhale to let it go. Okay, coming all the way up. Bring your hands to your hips. Point your elbows to the sky. Lift your chin as you slowly make your way to standing. <laughs> Press down from your hips through your feet. Root down. Lift into your kneecaps. Lift into the front of your hips. And then roll your shoulders back. So we're moving into our mountain. So it takes millions of years to build a mountain. But we're going to have to make it quicker than that. Okay, roll your shoulders back. Arms at your sides. Turn your palms forward. Grow out from the earth, grow up from the earth, grow broad, grow strong, immovable. Soften the edges of your mouth. Probably shouldn't say this, but if you ever do drugs, this is just a great post. 
fingertips to the floor in front of you, release your head. Inhale, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale and flow forward. Inhale to rise. Palms touch and exhale, arms to your sides, mountain pose. Okay, let's step the inner feet together so the base of the big toes come to touch. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead and interlace your fingers. Point your index fingers to the sky, cross your thumbs. From your waistline, root down through your heels. Heels from your waistline, reach up through your fingertips. Keep your hips and chest square forward. Inhale, grow tall. Exhale, upper body to the right. Hips shift gently to the left. So not much movement is required here to create a lot of sensation down the left side. Am I right? So right shoulder might come forward a little bit. Gaze might go up beyond the left tricep muscles. So uh, if you're feeling pain or compression in low back, then you've probably already gone over too far, farther than you need to go. Breathe along your left side. Lengthen your tailbone down. Lift your kneecaps up. Use your right arm to pull your left side body longer. Breathe along the left side. Inhale, come back to center. Grow tall and exhale, upper body gently to the left. Move slowly into the pose so that you don't just, uh, you don't just uh, go beyond your boundary without knowing it. So find where that boundary is so you can, uh, so you can identify it and then begin to expand it. Root down through your right heel, reach through your fingertips, use your left arm to pull your right side body longer, left shoulder slightly forward, maybe gaze goes up beyond your right tricep muscles. Lower front ribs gently in and back as your tailbone lengthens down, and then inhale back through center. Okay, gaze up, arms up, root down through your heels, lift into your kneecaps with your index fingers, draw a line along the ceiling towards the back wall. Lift from the base of your heart to the top of your heart, to the sky. And then maybe start to lean back, stay rooted from the hips to the heels, lifting through the heart, the taller the heart, the longer the spine, the deeper the back bend. Look back, point back, maybe start to go back. Good. Beautiful. Push your heels down. Good. Kneecaps lift. Gaze back, gaze back, gaze back. And then chest lifts, arms forward, head comes up last. And exhale, release your arms to your sides. Roll out your shoulders a couple of times. And then with an inhale, arms overhead. Exhale, gently bend the knees as you fold forward. Fingertips to the floor in front of you, head release, and then back and forth with the legs. Walk out your forward fold. Do so quickly or slowly, again, noticing while you move. Maybe the hips shift more, um, more dramatically from side to side, using these movements to release the outer hips and the low back. And then we will keep the base of the big toes together. Walk your fingertips behind your heels and now sit down into an imaginary chair. So thighs come parallel to the floor and now round your spine strongly as you tuck your chin to your chest, pull your forehead towards or to your knees. 
with your fingertips on the floor, isometrically draw them forward to dome your upper back even more. Create more space between the shoulder blades as you sink your hips low, thighs parallel to the floor, tailbone tucked towards the heels, ankles and knees together for five, four, three, two, and one. Lift your hips up, walk your hands forward, exhale, fold forward, inhale, palms to the shins, shoulder blades on the back, and exhale, fold again. Fingertips behind the heels. Sit down into your imaginary chair. Round the spine, look forward, arms forward like you're holding a box. Waistline back. Keep your knees together. Bring your right hand to your right thigh and then hook your left elbow to the outside of your right thigh. Keep your left knee, left hip pulling back so they stay in line with the right side. Shift your left ribs towards the right wall. Plant your right fist in your left palm. Use your right fist to revolve your left chest more towards the right. Keep your hips sinking down low, left hip back, weight in the heels, ankles and knees together. Look up, five, four, three, two, one. Unwind gently, push the feet down, lift the hips up, fold forward. Inhale, palms to shins, halfway lift, shoulder blades on the back. Last side, exhale, sit down into your chair. Round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards the knees, tuck the tailbone, look forward, arms forward, Waistline back, left hand to your left thigh, hook your left elbow to the outside of your left thigh, draw your right hip back as you revolve your right ribs towards the left wall, place your left fist in your right palm, use your left fist against your palm to revolve your right ribs more towards the left wall, left shoulder more over the right shoulder, right hip back, ankles and knees together, five, four, three, two, and one, look down, unwind, hips up, fold forward, exhale completely. Inhale, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale and fold, lift your heels up and tuck your fingers underneath your heels. Pinky fingers touching side by side, thumbs wrapped to the outsides of your heels. Push your feet down, lift your hips up, sandwich your belly to your thighs, face towards the legs, crowd of the head, reaching towards the tops of the feet. Lift up with your heels, drawing your shoulders out of your ears, sides of the neck, lengthen. As you lengthen along the entire backside of your body, lift into your kneecaps, lift into the front of the hip creases. Soften the edges of your mouth, push down through the knuckles of your toes, lift up with the hands on the heels, and then slowly untuck your fingers, walk them forward, fold forward. Inhale, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, fold. Hands to hips, elbows to the sky, lift your chin. Inhale, rise all the way up to standing. Tilt your tailbone down, front of the hips lift, shoulders back, arms at your sides, mountain pose. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, right arm underneath your left. Eagle arms, palms either come together or right, grab uh, opposite elbows. Shoulders. <laughs> Elbows down, chest lifts, hips mounted to your imaginary bar stool now, so a higher chair than before. Lift your left leg up over your right leg, either point your toes back, bring it to the floor like a kickstand, or in time you might attempt to wrap your left foot behind your right ankle. Elbows down, chest lifts, upper body back, sink your hips low, squeeze your arms, squeeze your legs, opening up wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, ankles for five, four, three, Two and one, unwind, sweep your arms overhead, reach up, look up, exhale, left arm underneath your right, 
wrap your forearms together, palms together, elbows down, chest lift, sit down to your imaginary bar stool. Ground the left leg, lift the right leg, either point the toes back, bring the toes to the floor like a kickstand, or bring the right foot behind the left ankle. Shift the knees and elbows towards center, line up your wrists, elbows, knees, ankles to the middle line of your posture, elbows down, chest lifts, upper body back, squeeze the arms and legs tightly for five, four, three, two, and one, unwind. Sweep your arms up, look up, reach up, palms touch at the top, exhale, gently bend your knees as you flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, fold and step back with the right leg lunge. Exhale, right knee down. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead, palms touch at the top. Exhale, frame the front foot, step the left leg back, inhale to plank. Exhale, lower down, knees, chest, chin or chaturanga. Inhale, curl up, upward facing dog or cobra. Exhale, press back, downward facing dog, three breaths. Inhale fully, and exhale completely. As you breathe, feel energy moving throughout your body. Where do you need to direct your breath? Do it. <laughs> Release your head. And at the end of your third exhale, look forward. Inhale, lift your left leg up. Exhale, lunge your left foot forward. Melt the right knee down. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead, palms to the top. Exhale, hands frame the front foot and step forward, forward fold. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, fold forward. Inhale, rise, arms reach out, up and overhead, palms to the top. And exhale, hands through heart center. Inhale, sweep the arms up, and exhale, flip forward. Inhale, lift halfway, and exhale, frame the front foot, lunge the left knee back, release the left knee to the floor. Inhale, arms sweep out, up and overhead, palms touch at the top. Exhale, hands frame the front foot, step back, plank position, inhale and plank. Exhale, lower down, method of your choice, inhale, to your back bend of choice. Exhale, press the hips up and back, downward facing dog, three breaths. Look forward, inhale, lift the right leg straight up and back. Exhale, lunge the right foot between your hands. Lower the left knee down, inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead, palms touch at the top, and exhale, hands frame the front foot, step forward, exhale, inhale, palms to shins, shoulders on the back, exhale, flow forward, inhale, rise, arms overhead, reach up, look up, palms touch at the top, and exhale, arms to your sides, Tadasana. Close your eyes, stand for a moment in your mountain pose. Embody the mountain. Feel grounded. Feel tall. Feel expansive. Flutter your eyes open. And um, turn to face the prop wall. So, uh, do a little goddess and then a little wide-legged forward fold. Um, 
so uh, talk more about it when we get there. Take your feet wide-ish apart, and I know for myself, I never step my feet to exactly where they end up. So uh, no matter what your stance is, you're likely to uh, adjust it once you start to bend the knees. So uh, heels maybe about three feet apart to start. Then you want your toes uh, angled out at about a 45 degree angle. Uh, hands on the hips. Roll your shoulders back like a cape. You're wearing a cape and it's waving out behind you. Tailbone lengthens down, front of the hip points lift, and begin to bend your knees in the direction of your toes, sinking your tailbone towards the floor so your pelvis is right in the elevator, straight down. Now, take your hands to your hips, and take your hands to your thighs. So I love this. I feel like this pressure of the hands on the thighs really helps uh, me, <laughs> with more ease, extend through the inner thighs. So exhale, bring your right shoulder forward, pushing against your right inner thigh, lengthening from the inner groin to the inner knee. Inhale, come back forward, and exhale, the left shoulder forward. Now pressing against the left inner thigh, getting an additional extension from the groin through the knee. Inhale forward, exhale, right arm, right shoulder. Inhale forward, exhale, left shoulder. Who's the gaze Back to center? Good question. Not thinking about my gaze. Uh, I'm just looking down and forward. Okay. <laughs> to not distract myself from my inner thighs. Okay, so let's uh, straighten the legs, straighten the arms, reach up and overhead, and then exhale, bend the knees, bring the arms down like football goalposts, shoulder blades on the back, center through the inner thighs, melt through the tailbone. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, sink it in. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, last time, sink it in. Shoulder blades on the back, extension through the inner thighs, contraction through, contraction through the outer hips. Upper body back, lower ribs in back, tailbone length is down, crown of the head lifts, five, four, three, two, and one. Straighten the legs, release the arms, heel toe the feet back together. Okay. Have your blocks handy in front of you. Again, take your hands to your hips as you step your feet wider apart for the wide-legged forward fold. So the outer edges of the feet are parallel to the short ends of your mat to begin, and then from there I just turn my toes in ever so slightly to get a better grip on the mat. Okay, lift your kneecaps up, engage the legs. Lengthen down through your tailbone, lift through the front of your hip points. Let your cape blow in the wind, shoulder blades on the back, look up. Lengthen from your belly button, through your heart, up and out through your chin. Now as you exhale, bring that length parallel to the floor as you plant your wrists below your shoulders. Push your thigh bones back, lift your kneecaps up. With the heels of your hands on the floor, isometrically pull the heels of your hands towards the wall behind you as you once again reach your chin and chest forward, lengthening along the front of your torso. Now, take that length down. Extend the crown of your head towards the floor as you walk your hands back. Maybe fingertips aligned with toes. Maybe fingertips aligned with heels. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, fingertips point in the same direction as your toes. Then, so you've got it, wrists and elbows, shoulder width distance apart, and then find a place to ground your head. Maybe it's a blanket, maybe it's a block, maybe it's a series of props, or maybe it's the floor. Whatever it is, use that 
resistance, use that uh, space of your head grounding to extend more through your neck, more through the spine. So energetically push down into the feet to lengthen along the backs of the legs, lift into the hips. Energetically press down through the crown of the head to lengthen from the hips to the earth. Same energy flowing through the body as with our ragdoll pose. So as you inhale, drawing from the feet up along the backs of the legs. As you exhale, lengthening, cascading down the spine to the earth. And yeah, so uh, I'm trying to make it a point to teach this pose uh, every week because I feel like it's one pose that really exemplifies how practice how practice works. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, just over the course of um, a consistent practice over a couple months, you might really see uh, the back of the body opening up, the head getting closer to the floor, which can be very encouraging. Okay, so even just over the course of my ramblings here, you might have noticed that your back body's already started to open, so you might bring your head to a lower setting for these last few moments of the pose. And then walk your wrists back below your shoulders. Bring your hands to your hips. Point your elbows to the sky. Inhale to lift your chin. Lift your chest. And we will heel toe the feet back together. Okay. So, Can I ask a question? Yes. Even though it's over now. Yeah. Where it, I mean, I understand that you're supporting your weight on your feet and on your hands. Mm-hmm. But what part of your head is in contact um, well, good question because I know I know that you know that a lot of this stuff is in the Bikram sequence, and uh, when they do the wide-legged forward fold, they put their forehead on the floor. Yeah. So um, any other yoga I've encountered, it's been the top of the head, and also when I did uh, Bikram and I did the longer practice, uh, we did headstand more towards the forehead. And honestly, I felt like that was more supportive in my neck at some point. So honestly, I think it's just, uh, for me, it's personal preference. I think uh, headstand or the grounding through the head can be anywhere from like maybe where your hairline starts or where your forehead ends to like two inches back from that. Okay. So I'd say uh, what I... A ridiculous thing that I learned was like put your thumbs in your ears and then meet your uh, middle fingers over your head, which can be several places, but where that generally is would be considered the where the head, the center of the head is pushing down in headstand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like tilting the head back a little bit and increasing the curvature of the neck has been more comfortable to me at some point. So, good question. Uh, I don't commit to a singular answer for that. (laughs) Be safe, I guess. Be safe. Notice how your neck is feeling in in a headstand or uh, in poses for a pressure is pushing down your head. Okay. Um, Speaking of, we are going to do a headstand or uh, if you you want to do I haven't done it in a long time, but I'm usually doing it. I can usually do it. This is the time. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, so uh, so I instruct interlaced fingers with about uh, chicken's egg width between the heels of the hands. 
And uh, if you use a wall, come to a wall and um, the wall is helpful when it's about, uh, I'd say, no more than six inches, uh, the knuckles from the wall. I'm going to place my elbows shoulder width distance, which can be, uh, can take a while to know exactly how, how wide shoulder width distance is. A lot of people start out thinking that their shoulders are wider than they are, or giving themselves a wider base than they need. Okay, so elbows below the shoulders. I'm going to engage my shoulder blades on my back by melting my heart, bringing my shoulder blades together. So I exaggerated that movement, and then I'm going to counter that movement by pressing my forearms down and drawing my lower front ribs in the back. So, um, to, so <laughs> opening and then uh, pulling back to stabilize. Okay, so I'm gonna walk my, uh, tuck my toes under, come into a forearm dog, and I had a few people doing this yesterday who hadn't done it before. So it's really important when you are not yet comfortable uh, coming into a headstand to really just build strength in the forearm dog pose. Uh, so from the forearm dog, I am going to release my head down, either coming down slightly towards uh, my forehead or what, if it feels better to come down in that place where the uh, middle fingers met over your head. And then once you have the head down, press down through the forearms as well as the head, keeping the shoulder blades on the back and the neck uh, engaged. Okay, then one leg lifts and kicks to the wall. Both legs come to the wall. Maybe even your hips come to the wall. Squeeze your legs together, tuck your tailbone up, and then as you continue to press down, reach up through your heels, reach up through your tailbone to find that, uh, find balance eventually and uh, always coming out of that into a child's pose. Looks good. Nancy, you went a little wide with your elbows, possibly. Better, yeah. And then press down through the head. Beautiful, looks great. Excellent. So um, this is a posture that uh, has a multitude of benefits and uh, it is one of the best. Some of the benefits come more, you know, hold it as long as you can and then uh, build on that. Um, so continue to push the forearms down, lift the shoulders up, keep the, uh, keep compression out of the neck by pressing the head down and lifting the shoulders away from the ears. Good. And what did you do to put your hips on the wall? Oh, don't put your hips on the wall if you don't need to. That's, oh, okay. that's just uh, for oh, okay. for newbies. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done this in a long time. I love it. It's like uh, I. It's one of those things that over time, practicing it more, like my body craves it, yep. and then the benefit of it becomes less conceptual and more real. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so uh, if you want to stay up in that, often you're listening at home, you can always pause it. We're going to come down into a child's pose to re, uh, reintroduce uh, our normal orientation. So uh, the child's pose is just a very minor inversion with the head just slightly under the heart. Return to this. Return to your breath. Without 
if you can avoid attachment to uh, your performance, what you consider your performance, your expression of the pose, do. <laughs> do avoid that and try to consider how you feel after doing the pose. What information can you gather from your body at this time? So that's something that happens. We get kind of caught up in what, what we think we should be doing and we kind of forget to notice what's going on and um, observe and unlearn from our experiences. At least I do. Okay, from here we are going to walk our way back into a seated position. Oh, I'm so confused. Okay. We're like pretty close to the end of class, but this clock just gets off very often, and uh, yeah, it's an hour off. Okay. <laughs> Knees come together, angle your shins back, and have a uh, block or a blanket handy. Grab the, uh, the flesh or muscle of your calves, press it back and apart as you take a seat between your heels. Root through your inner thighs, lengthen through your spine, roll your shoulders back, chin parallel to the floor. And have a strap, get, uh, get your strap, take it in your right hand, extend your right arm along your right ear, draw your lower front ribs in and back, lengthen from your right waistline out through your right fingertips, left arm out to the left, palm facing back, and then bend your left elbow, bend your right elbow, and either grab two ends of the strap, or if you can reach, grab the fingertips. Ease the head of the left arm going back, extend your right elbow towards the ceiling, lower front ribs in and back, inner thighs down. Maybe a gentle pull of the hands apart to extend through the elbows. Final last post. 
Okay, left shin parallel to the top of the mat, and then stack your right shin on top of that. Whoa. Good, some information here. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, I see people do this, and their shins are just, just right on top of each other, but that's not going to be the case for everyone. So, uh, you might, if it's helpful, you can put uh, padding between the ankle and the knee. Uh, let's lean forward just slightly to place the hands on the feet and then push the hands into the feet to get that sense of extension through the legs. So push the hands into the feet and push the feet into the hands. Feel a sense of broadening in your seat. Wowee. Yeah, and then try to keep that activation of legs. You can come back up. So maybe uh, sitting upright is enough for the, the hips in this shape. Or if you like, start to hinge forward at the hips. Walk the hands forward, keep the sits bones grounded, feet active. So this might be one that you, you know, you're at, you're at your boundary, you, you walk towards uh, what you think is your boundary and then you have to back away or you can go deeper. So just, you know, be in that constant dialogue. Um, be encouraging in your uh, instructions to your body, but also be receptive to um, <laughs> receptive to obvious signal, signals <laughs> of uh, back off. <laughs> I really, walking in here, never ever would have thought that I could be in this pose. Like this That's is, awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. I can't believe I'm doing this. And I like to, uh, I, I don't know, I'm so obsessed with this, uh, you know, the energetic extension through the hands, but uh, for me, I kind of like, again, experimenting with pushing the hands down and forward to root the tailbone, uh, get the sits bones more rooted here. And if only we had more time to do this, but walk your hands back. Come back up, and we'll take just a brief uh, Ardha Matsyandrasana or Lord of Fishes twist. Uh, right foot to the outside of the left knee corner, right heel to the outside of the sorry, left heel to the outside of the right hip, right hand behind, head over heart, heart over hips, and then either hook your left elbow to the outside of your right thigh or wrap your right arm around the front of your uh, right knee. Or, yeah, left arm around the front of your right knee. Uh, and twist. We're just going to be here briefly, so if you need to bind, do it quickly. <laughs> and inhale, come out of there. Okay, this time right shin on the bottom, parallel to the top of the floor, the, the mat, and then left shin on top. Keep the feet flexed. And maybe you're still sitting up on the edge of the padding. So the, the padding is there to help you lift up out of your low back and then bring your hands to your feet. Get that activation of the legs by uh, creating resistance. So the feet press into the hands, the hands push into the feet. As you push the feet into the hands, you'll feel the activation of the legs. As you push the hands into the feet, you might feel the hips widen. Okay, keep that activation in the legs, the awareness of your seat, and then either come to upright or you might start to fold forward. So do so slowly. 
And as you bring the hands in front of you, again, you might push the hands down forward to root the hips. And then that movement can go the other way too. So you can pull the heels of the hands back to reach the heart forward. So give yourself a little, give yourself the liberty to, um, to make subtle changes, to explore the shapes. So much like that, uh, the question you raised about the headstand, I feel like uh, things, certain things will work better for some, for some of us than others, and um, you know, give yourself, <laughs> give yourself uh, the authority to find your way.
Ground through the legs and hips. Grow tall through your spine and bring your palms together in front of your heart. Breathe. <laughs> Begin to deepen your breath once again. And we will conclude practice with a single sound call. Exhale completely. And inhale for all. Thank you for your presence, your patience, and your hard work. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you very much. Oh man, I get it.